just this morning, I was reading a, a Christmas devotional online. It came up on my phone and somebody had shared it and it was about peace. And the, the author of this piece was a very well-known uh, Christian figure and he was talking about how Christmas is a celebration of how Jesus has brought peace to the earth. And I need to be honest because I read it and I thought to myself, is the writer of this devotional completely out of touch with reality? Has he read the news in the last 10 years? Has he been online at all in the past decade? Has he been, has he been living in the real world? Has he ever visited a house with six children? All of these thoughts came through my mind as I thought, what is he talking about that Jesus brought peace to earth? And even my internal response to his devotional revealed that I, for one, am not in a place of total and perfect peace, but I'm passionate about the issue of truth, and it, it genuinely bothers me when we repeat things and throw out sayings that are demonstrably untrue. What I mean by, by that is that we each have own personal experiences that disprove the saying or the sentiment. One of the best examples is when, when parents tell their children, if you can set your mind to it, you can be anything you want to be. Anybody ever heard that? Wouldn't it be great if that was actually true? But it's not. It's not even close to true. Some of us were just never going to be that good at math. Some of us, thank God, we're not wiring the electrical setup on new houses because there would be chaos and homes burning down and death and destruction everywhere because our greatest potential at math was below average. That's the best. Some of us were just never gonna be that good at sports. And we all have areas of life where our greatest potential, no matter how hard we work, how much we study, how much we read, how much we learn, how much we practice, we all have areas where our greatest potential is maybe average. Maybe average. I'm sorry if you've never heard this before and I'm ruining your Christmas, but you need to know this. It's an important life principle. Now the good news is that God has gifted each of us at things that we are good at and we can be great at, but it's way less inspiring to put up posters in school classrooms that read, chase your dreams, but be realistic. That doesn't really have a ring to it. Or, or shoot for the moon unless you're more right brain dominant, in which case you'll never become an engineer and have no chance of working in a space program. It's hard to, hard to condense that into a catchy phrase on a schoolroom poster. But similarly, we like the idea, and every year we, we show that we like the idea that when Jesus was born on the earth 2,000 years ago, he brought peace on earth with him. The only problem is it's not true. Well, how do we know? We know because the very circumstances of Jesus' own birth were not peaceful. His mother had to make a difficult journey to her husband's hometown while heavily pregnant. There was no type of comfort waiting for them when they reached Bethlehem, no, no room at all. She ended up giving birth beside animals on a cold night in Israel. And there's nothing peaceful about any of that. But we love to talk about peace on earth, peace on earth at Christmas. 
We know it's not true from our own personal experiences, don't we? When, when Christmas rolls around, when December comes flying in, do we all exhale ah, and say, oh, finally, the most relaxing time of the year is here. Anybody ever said that? I, I've never said that. Nope. There's family activities. There's kids' activities. There's church activities. There are gifts to buy and gifts to wrap. And along with those gifts, increased financial pressure and debt for many families. There are family issues. And if there are family issues, nothing loves to bring them to the surface like Christmas, right? If there are marital issues, throwing a busy schedule and increased financial pressure, probably gonna make those show up as well. If you're trying to eat healthy, Christmas is like a stalker who follows you everywhere, throwing cookies and chocolates at your face. Our own personal experiences tell us that even at Christmas, there is not peace on earth. There's not even peace in our homes, and yet, in the Christmas story, in our Bibles, in Luke chapter two, we famously read of an angel appearing to shepherds in a field to tell them about the birth of Jesus, the long-awaited Messiah. And we read how the sky filled with a multitude of angels who praised God and said, glory to God in the highest and on earth, goodwill toward men, but just, Ten chapters later, in that very same Gospel of Luke, we find Jesus himself, the babe of Bethlehem, telling people, do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you, not at all, but rather division. I haven't seen that on a Christmas card yet. So what do you do with that? Here's the truth about peace and Jesus and Christmas. No matter how hard we try, and I hope you've realized this, no matter how hard we try, you and I cannot bring perfect and lasting peace into the world. Even if we got the whole world together to meditate on positive thoughts for an hour, it wouldn't actually bring perfect and lasting peace into the world. No matter how hard we try, let, let, let's bring it down and make it much more real. No matter how hard we try, you and I cannot create perfect and lasting peace in our own lives. We can't even do that. Our own personal experiences testify that's not true. I always laugh about this. I'm, I'm friends with a, a lot of people who are not Christians on Facebook. And one of the things I find most amusing is, is a number of them are very into new age spirituality and things like that. And they'll, they'll post quotes about the importance of, of being positive and, and only living in love. And then at the same time, because they're usually vegan, they'll be like, if you eat meat, I hope you die and go to hell. It's like, it's like well, well, which is it? Love and, and only good vibes? Or which is the higher law here? They'd probably say, well, it's veganism, of course. But, but even in that, even when we try to talk love, talk peace, live love, live peace. We can't actually do it because there's, there's something inside us. The deepest part of us is not at peace. It's not at peace. The only place where there's perfect and lasting peace is where he who is perfect and eternal is ruling and reigning, where Jesus is ruling and reigning. And you see, that's our problem. We're not perfect. And so we can't create perfect peace in our lives or on the earth. And as long as we have any part of ruling and reigning on the earth and over our lives, 
peace is going to elude us. When Jesus came to the earth the first time, the time we're celebrating now at Christmas, his ultimate goal was to suffer and die in our place and go to the cross and pay for our sins. But incredibly, when he came, he also came with an offer to rule and reign on the earth. And had we accepted his offer, he would have brought peace to the earth as well, there and then, 2,000 years ago. But if you know the story of the gospel, you know that's not what happened. Like the citizens in one of the parables Jesus told, the response we gave Jesus when he came to the earth was we will not have this man to reign over us. We will not have this man to reign over us. And we rejected the rule and reign of Jesus. And when we did that, we rejected the chance to have peace on earth. But the good news is that he's a God of second chances and as surely as he came to earth that first time that we're celebrating right now, he will come to the earth again as king and there will be peace on earth because Jesus will be ruling and he will be reigning on the earth and what a day that's gonna be. But what about now? What about the time we're living in between the first coming of Jesus and the future second coming of Jesus? Is there any hope for peace Now, for the earth, no, because in order for that to happen, everyone on earth would have to agree to be ruled by Jesus, which is not gonna happen until he shows up on the earth and takes it over. But there's good news for you and I. In Colossians 1, the apostle Paul writes, for God, speaking of Jesus, in all his fullness was pleased to dwell in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. And here's what that means. It means there's peace available to every heart that is willing to receive it right now. To every heart that's willing to be ruled and reigned by Jesus as king now. I have one point today, and this is it. The degree to which Jesus, the Prince of Peace, reigns over your life is the degree to which you will experience peace in your life. The first coming of Jesus teaches us that peace can be available to you. It can be right in front of you in a human body and you can miss it because you are unwilling to let that peace rule over your life as king. But the good news is that Peace within yourself, within your spirit, in your soul, in the deepest part of you is available to you today if you will let Jesus reign over you as king. I'll say it again. The degree to which Jesus, the Prince of Peace, reigns over your life is the degree to which you will experience peace. You cannot engineer it. You cannot create it. You cannot manufacture it. Only Jesus can give you genuine and lasting peace. Only him. And my prayer this evening is that we've all lived long enough to realize that we can't create that peace on our own. We can't generate it. It has to be given to us by God. And my prayer this evening is that we'll all say, Jesus, Prince of Peace, reign over my life as King. Let your kingdom come in my life as we wait and long and hope and pray for your kingdom to come on the earth. 
There cannot be peace on earth this Christmas, but there can be peace within you, within your heart, within your soul, within your spirit, if you let Jesus reign as king. So with that, would you bow your head and close your eyes? Let's, let's pray together. Father, thank you again for the gift of your son, Jesus, and thank you for the gift of peace, Lord, that as we throw around nice quotes and platitudes about peace on earth, Lord, we, we know that in you we can have the real thing, not just a sentiment or a baseless hope or a seasonal emotion, but Lord, genuine peace that comes from you reigning in us over our lives. So that's our prayer, Lord that you would let your spirit reign in us, that we would welcome your rule, and that we would give our lives to you moment by moment, day by day, to be led by you and ruled over by you, the Prince of Peace. Thank you for the gift of peace no matter what's going on in every life represented here. Thank you for the gift of peace no matter what's going on around us. We love you for it and we're so thankful for it, Jesus. In your precious name we pray, amen. Well, thanks for taking this time to listen and be in the Word of God with us. If you've never given your life to Jesus, then you need to go to our website, mynewhope.ca, right now. When you get there, you'll see a graphic on our homepage that says, The Gospel. Click on that and you'll be able to watch a short video where we share the best news you'll ever hear in your life. It's more important than whatever else you're doing right now. So stop whatever else you're doing, go to mynewhope.ca and click on the gospel. If God has blessed you through this message, we'd love to hear about it. Shoot us an email at info at mynewhope.ca and let us know how God has impacted your life through his word. If you're in the greater Vancouver area, I want to invite you personally to come and be a part of New Hope Church. We believe God is doing something real special as we grow together in our faith and love for Jesus, and we would love you to be a part of it. And finally, if you'd like to support the Bible teaching ministry of New Hope through financial giving, you can also do that through our website. Just go to mynewhope.ca slash give. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for being in the Word of God with us. And always remember, God is with you.